With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Enjoy local voices. Enjoy local opinions. All on one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast DC is the new local app with hundreds of DC area podcasts. Featuring some of the DC area's best personalities, pundits, and provocateurs. Earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts you love instantly. With new programs being added every week, don't hesitate. Download Podcast DC now for free. Available in the App Store or in Google Play. Podcast DC. Listen local. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Welcome to the Wardrobe Boss podcast. We're here to talk style, successful mindsets, fashion, music, and more. I'm Eliza Perilla, your host, personal stylist, and home organization coach, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. I enjoy keeping you in the know with hit makers and homemakers and tastemakers alike. And here we are. <laughs> Today, we'll talk life and style and roll out a Father's Day gift guide for 2021 with the Latin superstar Angel Ramirez an award-winning singer, songwriter, and actor. He's a member of the platinum singing group Barrio Boys. You've seen him in films like Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing and Coming to America in TV shows such as New York Undercover. He's written hit songs for Mark Anthony and Selena. He's performed with Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. I can go on, but I'll tell you this. He's still writing hit songs today. And Angel, thank you kindly for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to chat with me today. How are you? Pretty good. What's going on, Eliza? Oh my God, I'm really <laughs> honored to be on your show. This is awesome. We need more of this. This is beautiful. I always, I'm always gung-ho and very supportive of my people because we need more platforms like this that uplift us, that give these great um, opportunities to see and, and to, to hear these celebrities for the youth that they, you know, they, they, they don't really get much and we need to keep that alive. So thank you. I agree with you. Thank you. And you know, I, this is going to sound so biased, but I really feel like Latinos who grew up in New York, right? Whether it's Puerto Rican or Dominican, I just feel like we're like a special breed of people. Even if no one else gets it, we really are like a special group. Yes. We're outspoken. We don't mind saying what we want to say. Why we leave our talents out there. We're just so like out loud with it. And yep. we make a way when there's not a way. Yeah. <laughs> We create stuff, and that's what makes us unique, and that's beautiful. And it's exciting for me that you would take time out of, you know, all that stuff that you do to just come and sit with me too, right? So I'm I'm so appreciative of that. You've had the best designers dress you. You've worked with great stylists. What's your personal style like? Are you a jeans and t-shirt guy? You know, I, I love these questions, and I took the time to really marinate on them and write a few things down. <laughs> for me... This is what I this is what I what I, what I wrote because this is from the heart. I put although I love my jean and t-shirt look from time to time, I'm very eclectic with everything that I wear and listen to. I crave for all things unique in style. This is definitely true. Okay. I love thinking out of the box when it comes to clothing. I can surely be a trendsetter when I allow myself to be. Uh-huh. And I just basically love anything that's really out of the ordinary. 
that no one re really would expect to see me wearing. Right. And although they may, oh, that's kind of weird. But then later they go, oh, I kind of like that. And we know that's how trend setting is started. Do you have a favorite accessory? Like, no, I'm a hat guy. I'm a watch guy. Like, what's your what's your thing? <laughs> I, I live for hats. For years, I've always heard people telling me, mira, Angel, vas a perder el pelo. You're going to get both. Thank God I still have all my hair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love, I love hats. I lo I'm a sucker for rings, as you can see. Oh, yes. Nice. Very this, this nice. This one is, wow. I don't know if you can see that. You what see that? is it? That's gorgeous. Um, what is, I can't really tell what it Michael. is. It's wow. Archangel Michael killing the demon, the serpent. Oh, I you love know, that. Right. Yeah, negativity. I, I, I actually found this in the in the East Village, but it was like uh, made out of sterling. No, not sterling. It was um like some type of metal, okay. cast iron. And it kept, it kept getting my, my finger green. So I took it to my jeweler and I said, duplicate this for me. He yeah. did. It's sterling silver. And I had it made this ever since the movie Salsa, Robbie Rosa had in yeah. the movie a ring in his, in his thumb. And I, I love that. that. So I always wear that and it has the, the Celtic intertwined, you know, rope symbolizing infinity. Yes. And then this is, you know, a, a, a nice ring. With a little, little wow. Yeah, there's a lot of diamonds well, yeah, on I, that, Angel. <laughs> I know, so corny here and there. Yes. <laughs> we gotta keep it real. Keep it, keep it, you know, affordable. Yes. But yeah, very I love nice. My rings, necklaces, sterling silver. Um, and, and, you know, earrings from time to time. Sometimes I get tired, I take it off. Um, I'm, I'm contemplating doing a, a, a nose ring. A nose ring. ring. But yeah, that, that would be my accessories. I really appreciate a man who's not afraid to wear jewelry. The ring that Archangel. you have with the Archangel Michael, that fits you so beautifully. And the first thing I thought of when you showed it to me, I'm sorry, people, that you can't see it. It's a podcast. So, um, But you go on Angel's page, I'm sure you can see it. The thing, the first thing I noticed is that the fit looks like a custom fit for your finger. And I love the height that the jeweler played with. Yeah, because it, um, I'll, I'll, after the show, I'll take a picture of what I was wearing today on this uh -huh. awesome podcast on my Instagram and I'll showcase what I have on. But yeah, it, it's almost like the, the face of the top of the ring, it looks like a quarter, like a bent quarter in yes. the shape of my, the curve of my finger. So it's raised and it's actually the archangel. There. And then along the side is a, I forgot what they call that, but it's it's a symbol that symbolizes uh, it symbolizes royalty. There's oh, a name that's that. right. It's yeah. a it's a crest. Yes, right. That symbolizes crest, royalty. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That wow. That was really well done. I like you see, and I like that because jewelry is really personal. I think one thing I yes. would probably not buy for anybody, um, especially a man. I wouldn't buy jewelry. And I wouldn't buy a tie. I think those are super personal. I would never buy my father a tie. And I've learned from doing that. He's a very particular guy. He knows what he likes. He has his own style. And I've never seen him wear a tie I bought him. So I realized really quick, let him buy his own ties. Mm -hmm. That is a personal thing. So um, thank you for sharing your accessories. That is just so no, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, absolutely. I, that's my thing. You've done a lot with your life. So what do you want to be able to say about your life? when you're 70 well when i'm 70 man i hope that i can say <laughs> wow i feel like a million bucks and also <laughs> nothing can stop me i'm on the way up 
and I can still, you know, be, be you know, feel at, at 70 like I do now. Um, I want to feel like I'm, I'm still, you know, the 70s should be the new 40s or 50s, right. you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I hope, first of all, I hope that I'm still around, God's willing. But if I am, you know, I hope to say, wow, you know, reflecting back, man, I, I, I really did amazing things in my life. I challenged myself and I'm totally satisfied, you know? I think, I think that's what I would like to say, that I'm totally content. And one thing that is um, interesting to me is that you never even set out on this path. Is that right? You were discovered on the streets. So or was this something you wanted to do already or were you just you just got discovered and like, wow, that's great. They discovered me because I wanted to do this anyway. Believe it or not, I was at an age I was 11 when I was discovered. I was turning 11. I was like a month you know, like a month into turning 11 and I was, you know, happy-go-lucky summers, you know, hot summer's day in El Barrio 109th Street between Madison and Fifth Avenue and a friend of my mom's invited me over uh, to eat dinner with her son, my best friend, Luis, Luisito at the time. And I was like, yeah, sure. So we go to her on our way to her home. We noticed this man kept following us. Spanish guy kept following us and looking and it looked very, very weird, very suspicious, suspect. And, and then she turned around, she goes, hey, is that a problem? And you know, as Latina women, very fiery. And That's I could right. say other things she said, but I, I won't say that. I'll keep it clean. But she was like, mira, 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 mira. And then the guy, no, 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 senora, look, I'm sorry. Look, you know, is that your son? You're, you're, both your sons, they look the perfect age for a film that's being shot right now in California. And the audition is tonight. You should bring your kids. And the rest is history. You know, we went back to the neighborhood after dinner. I, I begged my parents, you know, especially my mom. She said no. I started crying. I ran to my father's aid. And he was like, Mija, lleva el nene. I mean, like, what's the big deal? If it's, if it's if it's nothing, then you walk away. But if it's something, you never know, you know, what it could be. Right. So my mother was angry at the time. She goes, all right, all right. So she takes me, and it was filled with kids from the tribe borough. I mean, like, it was it was packed, 116, between Lexington and 3rd. I auditioned. This went on for, like, months and they were doing the process of elimination. And long story short, in a, in a nutshell, they called me at the very end that I was one of the lucky ones to make it to play Julio in the movie, the famed movie Busting Loose with Rich Pryor and Cicely Tyson. And that wow. was, I can't, I can't even believe that happened. Every day I pinch myself since I was 11. Did that really happen? Is this crazy? What, what is this? But look, that goes to show you, and it goes to sh- uh, show your listeners Nothing in life is impossible. It truly isn't. If you believe, we have we've lost what we once had when we were kids, and that was the imagination mm. of of creating this this imagination. Oh, I, I'm a fireman. I'm a doctor. You know, I'm a nurse. I can do this. I can do that. And we really believed that that's who right. we were. Right. Now we resonated on that same energy level. Now when we're older and, and we we kept on that same energy path. I can do this. I, I'm going to go for that. I'm going to go for that. I marinate on that every day. We'd be so shocked at the many blessings that we're able to have fallen in our laps. Well, you're right. It's vision, right? It all starts 
with vision. And I think the difference is at what at this age and when you're a kid, when you're a kid, you're so innocent and you're not jaded by life. And I think at this age, you are jaded by life. So, you know, I think it's really important to have a community of support around you, not to coddle you, but to really kind of push you and say, you know, you got this, you can do it. How can I support you in your dream? And, and yes, vision is very important. Um, what a legacy, right? To say that you did a film with Richard Pryor and Cicely Tyson. I was so blessed. And every day, I, you know, everyone that I confront, they always say, what? You're so humble. I never thought that you could be so people friendly. Why are you like that? You've done so many things. I'm like, just because we do many blessful things that maybe the average person may not get a chance to do, doesn't make us better than anybody else. We bleed yes. the same way. We do the same things. We just had an opportunity. But for me, if I can extend my hand and share, you know, the secrets of, of what it's done for me and how to get it and what I've learned throughout my years in the entertainment field, I gladly pass that on. I don't try to keep it to myself like some of us in the world do. You know, we get up to the top and we forget yeah. about where we came from. We forget about helping the next person. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. So how did you transition from making these films at such a young age? And then all of a sudden you're like this in this hit singing group and you break all these because your group has broken so many records. Like you're the first Latin band group to do this and the first Latin band group to do that. Right. So how did that how did singing come about? Because you can really sing. Oh, thank you, love. Um, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Well, it, you know, it was funny because I kept doing the acting thing until my late teens. But then my girlfriend at the time started going bananas over this new Latino boy band group out of Puerto Rico, Menudo. <laughs> they were all over the world, blowing up the circuit, on TV, and, and, and I love Johnny, I love Ricky, I love all these, right. all these I love Miguel, and I started, I'll be honest, I, I was getting jealous, <laughs> so the jealousy, look how funny, the jealousy made me want to watch on my downtime alone, because I didn't want my girl at the time to figure it out or see me, Right. right. I, on my downtown, I, I would do my little research. I would see their movies. I would see w what now is videos, but it would, it would be like the programs. They would be performing the songs. Uh -huh. And I would look at it and I'm like, I could be one of them. I could do that. And I would learn the songs on the sneak tip. I would go to junior high school to, to you know, in lunchroom, lunch class. <laughs> and I would start singing it for all the girls, showing up, you know, to see if I had it. And they're like, wow, Angel, you sound just like one of the men. You should audition. But back then, we didn't have social media. So not like, you know, we could get up on, you know, and look for the manager. Right. And audition. It wasn't like that. You, need, you needed to know someone. Yes. But um, what it did for me was it instilled this, this desire, this hunger to want to do the same thing. And luckily for me, um, what happened was uh, I, I grew up in the neighborhood alongside of TKA, Tony, KL. Oh, yeah. Andy, An angel. You know, yeah, yeah. Spider, rest his soul. La India, Tambien, Mark Anthony. And I didn't know him at the time, but I did have friends, especially in TKA, that knew him. So they introduced me to him, and from there on, the the rest of it was history. We bonded, and we became really good friends. And always being around Mark Anthony and listening to this guy sing to like the, the little audience we had there, the little the girls from the neighborhood, and the girls going goo goo gaga over this guy. That intrigued me, just like the Menudo thing. And I'm like, man, I need that. I need that passion when he sings. Right. I like that. And you know, he he taught me, and and that's where it all stemmed from. And then the Barry Boys uh, fell on my lap because someone that knew someone told. 
told the manager who had taken out a member, hey, listen, I know this guy in the barrio. Uh, his name is Angel. He sings, he writes, and maybe, you know, you guys will be interested in him. So they gave the guy my number. He called me. I kept telling him I didn't want to be a part of it because I was working on some solo idea. <laughs> right. And then um, I said, you know what? Let me go meet with these people. Let me see what this is about. Met the guys. We bonded. It became awesome. And I decided this is where I need to be. So I, I joined the, the Barrio Boys, which at the time was called the Lost Boys. But we had to change wow. the name because it was a rap group by that name. Yes, yes. Um, at the time. So we changed it and we're like, man, what are we going to call ourselves? And then our manager's like, yeah, where do, where do Latin girls go to to find, you know, a hunk Latino, whatever? And, and me growing up in the barrio, you know, and the other guys as well, they say, oh, uh, the hood, you know, the barrio. So, um, <laughs> so then we're like, yeah, but we can't just call ourselves, oh, uh, the barrio. That is missing something. So then one of the guys, I don't remember who it was, but one of us said, how about boys, B-O-Y-Z? So our manager said, no, B-O-Y-Z for those people that slept on us. And didn't believe yeah. we could make it. Wow. So that's why we have the two Z's at the end of Boys. And then we, in about, about, I think nine months later, we got an offer for a record deal over at SBKE, my records. And let me tell you, the rest was history. But it wasn't all smooth like people seem to think because we came out with an all English album called Crazy Coolin'. And the album was so ahead of its time. Very new jack back right. in those days. New jack swing. With the harmonies yeah. from boys to men. Yeah. It was a little different. There was new kids on the block and they were on their way down because of some controversy, whether they were singing or not, Millie Vanelli. And, right. and what was crazy was our stuff was really well produced and it was great, but radio didn't have a genre for that type of music, Latino yet. It wasn't really heard that much. So because of it being a little too ahead of its time, we weren't getting sufficient plays. So we only sold 250,000 copies of the album, but to the label, that was a loss, especially when they were um, investing millions of dollars. Right. So the word started circulating through the label that they might let us go, give us the boot. So we got panicky. We were like, what? That's crazy. So then what happened was the CEO said, man, I can't let these guys go. I signed them. I love these guys. They're marketable. They can sing. They dance. These guys are a full package. Something is not right. What could it be? So they go, wait a minute. You guys recorded three Spanish, all Spanish songs on this crazy cooling album, right? And we were like, yeah. He goes, well, you know what? He made a phone call to one of the guys in charge of uh, uh -huh. selecting songs in our guy, Pete Gambarg at the time. And he goes, listen. Let's start focusing on those three songs on this album and let's blast them to Latin America and see what happens. What ended up happening was those songs blew up all over the radio industry, all over wow. Latin America, and it caused a wildfire. And that caused for us to be sent to Los Angeles to record an all-Spanish R&B album called Donde Quiera Que Estés featuring La Reina, Selena, Quintanilla, rest her soul. And that was because of our, 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 the then president over there, EMI Latin, who said, I want you guys to sing with this new artist I just signed. You guys are going to love her, but wow. don't, don't think, you know, that you guys are going to rap her because she's married. She's married. <laughs> and the rest of this week from there. Yeah. That, and even and I'm that... Trying, I'm trying to condense the story. Even that song was such a hit. That was a huge song, the Donde Quiera Que Estes. And um, yes. I know you also wrote, it's really, and I really mean this. I'm not saying it because you're on my podcast. or I really mean it from the heart. The song uh, Te Amare, your song, 
um, which you guys recorded as Body of Boys, and then Mark Anthony recorded it too. But that is such a great, great song. So um, I, I just want to thank oh you for God. writing thank such an so amazing, amazing. It's a song that like just makes me happy that you want to hear on repeat and repeat. Like when I hear it, that just it's on repeat for a while because I, I get into it. I just that, love it. Oh my God, you just made my day, my it's life. So well written, you know, for really. saying that. Thank you so much. And and you know that song when we recorded it, and it was a rush thing because when we were working on that one all Spanish album for this new Latino label, they were, and you know, my manager was behind me, he was like, Angel, listen, if you don't write something, it's not going to make it on the album and you're going to be messed up, so give us something. Fortunate for me, well, fortunate and unfortunate for me at the time, I was going to be a dad for the very first time. Uh-huh. Um, that was really, you know, uh, beautiful for me, but at the same time, nerve-wracking because the manager had, you know, pretty much threatened us at the time. Since we were all boys in a boy band, do not get any you know woman pregnant, right? Because that right. would be a problem right now. You guys are traveling. We don't need that. So I kept it from him for nine months. I didn't tell him. <laughs> oh gosh! Things. I didn't. My mother didn't even know. But I didn't. You know, my mother's very old school. You know, at the time she was very old school. No, she believed in marriage and the thing. So I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So anyway, I also get called while we were out in San Francisco finishing these, this album that my grandfather from my mother's side had passed away. I also found out that my mother and my father, after 35 years of marriage, it was coming to an end. So everything wow. all fell at once. So as I'm focusing on what am I going to write, I was picturing in my mind my mother, because she's very emotional, and I, I, I pictured her screaming you know, to my grandfather, te amare, te amare por siempre, and as a, same, at the same time telling that to my, my dad. Yeah. Um, and, and I... I totally fused all those emotions from my side, my mother, what would my father be thinking, my grandfather, you know, who was a big inspiration to me. And I came up with the song. But, you know, not everybody knows that I originally created it in English, Loving You. I didn't mean to hurt you. Right. I didn't mean to make you cry. So I started in English and then rushed and translated in Spanish. It became the theme that everybody loved. But the Barrio Boy version is more dramatic Lento, I know. Slow, very nice. Yes, I've heard uh-huh. it. He took it to another level with the salsa, you know, more speed, yeah. more, you know, up there, which he did an awesome job and, and people loves it, you know, a lot. So I'm really honored. I'm honored, you know, uh, that you and a lot of people really resonate with the song. And, and that's what I like to do. A lot of people say, man, Angel, your songs are beautiful, but a lot of times they're very depressing, man. I'm like, you know, I write best when I'm hurt. Like yes. a lot of, it's my my way of writing a diary, like the way women, the majority of women they have right. a diary, write all their problems because they need to vent. Perate. and they start, you know, yesterday, esto me pasó, and this yeah. happened, and blah blah blah, and they have that <laughs> diary and they keep it with them to reflect. For me, I consider it the same type of thing, but in song, I need to get it out of my system and I need to write it down quickly, but I give it melody, you know, and I keep toying with it, toying with it until I get what I want. And then when I feel it, that's why when you, when I heard you say, man, you know, I got to hear it over and over because it just, it just puts me, it, it puts me in a place where I feel, and that's what yeah. a song should do. And that's why if you notice when Mark sings, everybody loves Mark because he's very passionate. Yes. It's like, imagine him on stage, you're seeing a show, he's giving you such a deliverance 
that you're believing everything you're seeing on stage. If he cries, you cry. If he laughs, you laugh. Yes, you yes, know, And yes. that's the magic when you're a singer. If you could really harness that and, and put that into your music, you know, um, it just people feel it and they'll never let it go and they'll become, it becomes their favorite song because that song meant something at the time when they first heard it, something they were going through. So, it, you know, it, it means a lot for you to tell me that. Well, that's why I think so, um, great songwriting is so important. Like for me, nobody writes a song like Billy Joel, even Mariah. Like people want to mm. say she's lost it. She's this. She writes her own music. Don't take that away from her. I've seen her write a song in seven minutes. And I'm like, how? How does she do that? That's amazing. So, you know, I know what it takes to to write music. And I have such a deep respect for it. And so with that, anyway, I just want to say thank you. Yes. It's really an amazing song. And even to hear, right, the anecdote and the story behind the song. It's one of my favorite things because people rarely get to hear the artist say, I wrote, this is where I was at when I wrote the song. And I always tell my brother-in-law because he owns a record label. I always say people write their best music when they're down and out. Sometimes when they make it, their music is not so good because they're not suffering anymore. So but when you're suffering, you write the best music. <laughs> you do, you do. And, and, you know, you should never let that go. Anyone who's... who's contemplating being a writer, a singer, write your own stuff. It's okay to use and sing other product from other uh, songwriters and other people, producers, but you're in this as a business, music business. Yes. It's your business to really write because when the money's come in, even if you have one song on an album that was written by everybody else, if the album goes mega platinum, guess what? You're going to get mega money alongside exactly. of those writers because you were on that album. And, you know, you can't depend on anybody else, man. You know, you got to try to have something for a rainy day because there will be a time and there might be a day when you, you, you made a mark, but then now you're, you know, some people forget. You know, it's funny because when you're someone, everybody loves you. Everybody's knocking on that door. When you fade away, you, you know, be, you know, people don't understand. You're a human. You gotta go. Maybe it's not for you anymore. You're content. You move down with your family and kids to raise your kids right. to do other things that you like. They don't understand. Oh, he fell off. Oh, she fell off. Oh, she's no good anymore. That, it's not that, man. People right. you gotta understand that life is is a roller coaster. It goes yes. up. It goes down. You know, and it's okay that you don't continue. You know, with the entertainment thing. It does not what you want to do right it's and choice. it's seasonal and it's cyclical everybody has different seasons and different cycles you know but that's what they expect but that's not real life but that's them so busy being in other people's lives exactly. do your kids want to be in music or acting as well how many kids do you have i have two my daughter just turned 20 and she's my superstar and my son is 29 just turned 29 february and let me tell you out of both of them they both look at me like daddy Puppy. Right. Hey, puppy, dad, dad, you know, and we have this, this such an amazing relationship, you know, this friendship, this bond that they do respect me. Oh, that's dad, you know, there's a line I don't cross with dad. But I always, since, since very young, I always made it a thing to have this openness where I always told my daughter, listen, even if you're afraid, talk to me about anything. Because before I really come down hard on you, I'm going to hear you out and I'm going I'm to explain to you why I'm so angry at what I just heard. But I don't want you to be afraid and choose to go to someone else 
and get the wrong information. So my kids, they love me. And, and, and at the same time, even though they know I'm daddy, papi, for them, they are so blown away that the chiquito see me in movies. Oh my God, that's dad, that's dad. I remember my daughter was very young. You know, she must have been like six, seven, saw me on TV. And then she was going towards the TV, tapping on the glass. <laughs> my mother started losing it. And then and she's looking at me like, couldn't believe how I got into the tube. But as she got old, yeah, it's so funny. Kids do the darndest things. And, and as I got older, always checking with me. But out of all people, I thought it would be my son that would really take off with it. You know, uh -huh. although he respects acting and, and he does dabble in wanting to do music, um, but it's my daughter. She, uh, choir in, in, you know, in her, uh, high school choir, number one around the world. She, she really loves, does the fashion world, taking photos. You know, she's amazing, always dibbing, dibbling and dabbling in, in the music and, and fashion thing and, and being an influencer on her page. Nice. So she's the one that, that has, she has the bug, the bug. She got it. Awesome. She'll find her way. Angelia, Angelia. Angelia. What a pretty name. Okay. Angel Angelia. Um, I want to talk about Father's Day gifts. I want to just shift, right? Because I feel like dads get shafted sure. and they don't get good gifts on Father's Day. I've always noticed this. And as a music man by heart, what kind of gift would mean like a lot to you? You know, um, my mom always raised me from a very young age, really honoring and respecting someone incredibly when they even think of you and give you a simple little postcard no money falls out of it they thought of me so for me you know and i can't speak for all dads but for me um i've always been just like i said I, I'm, I'm very i'm very I, I try to be different with everything and i look at everything i i try not to take life so serious so if you came and said listen i have this beautiful gift for you i hope you like it from the minute you're giving me a gift i'm like oh my god you should have and then when i open it up i'm like a little kid you know on christmas <laughs> I open it up and the more different it is I'm like oh my god what is it I'm, I'm literally like a giant kid in an adult body <laughs> like, oh my god, so I'm like I'm blown away so even if it was a tie I love it if it was you know um, socks <laughs> but I always let people know because they go hey, I don't know hey, you don't say, what am I going to give you I'm like listen right. it's the thought that counts I'm not very you know uh, picky like that oh what is this you know, I'm not like that. Right. I, I, I tell them whatever moves you when you look at it and, it, and there's something special about it that, that resonated with something regarding me, follow your heart and get that. And that's yeah. what it should be because sometimes, you know, if, if you want every, if you, if every dad expects to get a certain thing, it kills the surprise. Yeah. It kills yeah. The, the beauty of, of, wow, you know, you thought about me. Let me see that. Oh, wow. You know, and it should be like that, you know, but at least for me, that that's me there. Well, thank you. Thank you for answering that. I, I like your perspective, right? Because there's so many different perspectives. Um, I want to talk about, so I feel like dads always get ties and socks and replenishment underwear. Because even me, when the men in my life, I have to get them things. I always, the women I feel like are so easy. And then the men, I always stay stuck, especially for the man who has everything that, that makes it even more difficult because it's like this man already has everything. Now, what do you get this man? And so, um, I just wanted to take a few minutes and say, talk about a few cool things that I found for anybody who's like, I'm stuck on father's day. I don't know what to get them. So Ooh, there's this really nice. cool thing. It's called the Harrogun elite. And it looks like, um, you know, like a drill that you hold 
in your hand, but it's a oh. massage machine and it like goes for deep muscle treatments and you hold it in your hand like yeah. a drill and it's, it's really quiet. It doesn't make a lot of noise. So you hold it in your hand and then it promises to melt away tension and soreness. You have to be careful because if you have that in the car and you're about to give that to your man and you get pulled over <laughs> with all the craziness in the world. Wait a minute, what is it? <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. There's another thing called tile. And this is cool because it made me think of like my brother. Like a man always lose their keys, especially when they live in a house and they're like, no, I have to run somewhere. Always losing their keys. So it's this little tile thing you put on your keys. So wherever you are, all you have to go is like press it and then you find your keys immediately. If it's under the couch, if that you left it in. Awesome. So I think that's an, an actual gift that will help, right? There's something else that I think is great. It's called the pool punisher. And what it is, it's an inflatable pool toy huge right it's in the shape of an army tank and then it has this long that long um, gun barrel from the army oh, the tank barrel, and, yeah. yes and it shoots up to 50 feet of water so imagine having a pool party or just being right with now, your kids and you can shoot weather, everybody that exactly and that and I'm that thing running. is awesome this so you can hit me <laughs> <laughs> that thing is awesome. <laughs> There's also a men's fleet fleece heated jacket. So you know when you throw on a fleece, it's cold. You're like, oh, I'm just getting in the car to run over here. Or you go camping. The cool thing about this jacket is that it has a heater in it, like a heated blanket. And it's a battery pack. It's hidden in the jacket. And you can turn it on and it'll it'll heat. And it's I don't know if you ever tried an electric blanket. I have one in California because it gets cold yeah, in California. Yeah, yeah. And that thing is awesome. So... Um, and I then like let me like that. isn't that cool? <laughs> That's all the goodies. Like, yeah, you see what you're doing, you're thinking so out of the box. Oh, there, you know. Listen, even for somebody that that you think or, or that you know may have it all, money, everything, you gotta hit them with it. They're not expecting, right? Because they're you know they got it all, and there's oh you know, this or a ring or this. You gotta come at them totally opposite, where they're not even expecting, and it'll make an impact. And like that this. is what you and I are doing today. Now we're letting everybody else know these are some out-of-the-box gifts for Father's Day. And now you can go ahead with these gifts. And if you use them, great. If you don't, great. But at least you're in the know. Um, the last one I'm going to have... Oh, there's two more. There's one thing called Goshi. And it's really cool. It's a it's this Japanese towel for men that it comes with like this exfoliating thing in it and it really softens and polish a man's skin when he's taking a shower what man doesn't want to have soft beautiful skin right men are really taking care of themselves today more than ever so i like this it's a small little thing right if someone just wants to get a small gift and then there's another thing that i love for men for women but i think it's great it's called fix fixed and it's it's f-i-x-d and it's this really little small apparatus that pinpoints any problems that are going on in your car before you get to the mechanic so instead of the mechanic saying oh you brought your car in and now we see this and now we see that no it tells you exactly what's going on before you get to the mechanic you don't get food oh yeah you need this you need that no 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 puppy i got the thing here and this is what exactly. I exactly, really exactly. Oh. So I think men would like that, and women too. When we we drive, we're like, okay, I bought this 
beautiful car, but I don't know everything about this car. And a mechanic sees us coming right away. They think we're a woman. We don't know anything. But I think that's mm -hmm. a cute little apparatus. And so those are some Father's Day that. gifts for 2021 I, I wanted to share. That is awesome. And, and, <laughs> and I noticed that those things that you shared, they, you know, unisex, they both can use it. Oh, my God. Thank you, honey. Let me scrub your back. You know, <laughs> yeah. the is there, they, could, they could share, you know, they could use it yes. you know, both, both of them. Awesome. Angel, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on. I mean, I could have talked to you about music and, and just life forever. I, I just am so appreciative. I know how busy you are in the studio working on things all the time. I'll, I'll ask you one more question before I leave. And then I want you to tell people <clears throat> where they can find you, where they can hear your music and what projects you're working on next. But what does being a real man mean to you? To me, being a real man means being God-fearing, being humble, being selfless, allowing himself to cry when he's hurt and feeling empty, being able to put his family first above all things, being loyal, being teachable, being able to acknowledge right from wrong, being able to put his pride and ego aside and say he was truly sorry, being able to get back up after all has failed in his life, and being able to be forgiving even though it's such a hard thing to do when we've been mistreated. And I tell you all this because, you know, I don't want brownie points. I'm telling you this, and I'm telling the audience that's listening, you know, all the men, you know, we make mistakes. And what really, you know, messes us up as men is that we have this pride and ego. And it becomes a machismo thing. Nah, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be looked at like that. No, wait a minute. Nah, we just got to let those ways go have a little bit of uh, uh, a lot of God in, in our lives and think differently. I think that's what really makes us men. And that took me, you know, a lot of years to really grasp a lot of those things one, one step at a time, like graduating in, in school. Mm -hmm. I can be found at my IG, Arami Boy. That's one word, A-R-A-M-I-B-O-I. -I. Um, the name comes from, since a boy, I started my career, Arami is short for Angel Ramirez Jr. Right. So Arami boy, I put it all together. That You can find me on Instagram. Um, you can also find me at thebarriosgottalent.com. Once again, thebarriosgottalent.com. That's the same name you can find on Instagram. What that is, I'm actually putting together Find the New Barrow Boys, which is going to start soon. Um, so you'll be able to register we're looking for boys the ages of 13 to 19 years old. doesn't matter your nationality. The more diverse, the better. And then down the road, we actually think about a girl group, which, you know, trust me, we're going to do that. But that's going to be, I'm going to announce that soon. Um, the website is, I, I believe, in the next few days, it's going to be up and running. And that will be the Barrios with S, that talent, almost like America's got talent. And the right. whole idea, the premise really quickly, is we have American Idol. We have uh, America's Got Talent, but what happened to the hood, the barrio, right. where Angel got his opportunity to be a part of this, you know, a popular uh, boy band that broke ground. So now it's time to pass the baton to another group of five little boys yes. that, that uh, uh, can make the magic continue on. And I'm spearheading that with my brother, um, Jeff Vigil. I have a little team put together. And I also, in a few... I would say in, in maybe a month, if not sooner, launching a new song called Sin Respiración. It's salsa, and I'm including 
Chris Perez on guitar, Selena's husband. What? In there yes. with me. And also featuring Mr. Fitwell. He's a uh, Boricua rapper that everybody can find them at Mr. Fitwell on Instagram. That's my partner in crime. And this song is called Si Respiración, a song that while I was going through this pandemic, I lost my mother 2014. I lost my father 2017. I'm an only child and I could only tell you the pain that I mm-hmm. went through. And then if that wasn't enough going through all that in, in this pandemic and me with asthma, being hospitalized on, on a norm, not losing my voice, but with a lot of prayer, I got my voice back. And Si Respiración is a song that people are going to love for this summer. And I can't wait for it to be out already. And I do have Instagram. So go to Instagram and look me up uh, at Arami Boy. And there's uh, three, three, four songs that I have in there that a lot of people haven't gotten a chance to listen to. So like, follow, subscribe, share, share, share. Support your boy. Oh, my gosh, Angel. Thank you. Latin superstar Angel Ramirez. I mean, what a well-rounded conversation. I loved what you said about being a man. I loved what you said about loyalty and just standing up. And, you know, that is so important. And I really wish us women kind of don't get the credit for being a support for a man. But I really wish that men would stand up and be more support for other men to make them better. The same way us women, we stand together. I feel like we're always going to support our men, but the men need to stand with the men as well and help them be better men. And with that, I say thank you for coming on. Have a wonderful Father's Day. Thank you for doing the gift guides with me. Thank you for telling me all those amazing anecdotes of how you wrote these hit songs. I mean, it's just so exciting to me. And um, thank you for joining the conversation. Everybody, you can find Angel. You you can find Angel at A-Rami, A-R-A-M-I, right? B-O-I on Instagram. Check out everything. He's got some new music coming out with Selena's husband. I mean, this is so exciting. And um, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and bring a friend next time because this conversation is for everybody to join in. And we hope you got some great takeaways for today. And you will see me on Instagram at Wardrobe boss and wardrobe boss podcast and you also see angel on instagram and the barrio show me the t-shirt again the barrio's got talent dot com okay well but it says um anything's possible if you believe thank you so much eliza wardrobe boss for having me with you on this amazing podcast stay safe everyone stay positive love you always angel around me boy Thank you, Angel. Wardrobe Boss out. Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Edited by Ken Johnson. Associate producer, Lauren Turner. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.